She's not a collectible, dude. No, no, no. She just came home. That's why. And she's making all kinds of noise, and my my door is open. Come say hi. Okay. Don't make so much noise then. Cause... <laughs> no, because she slammed the door. You guys are like a married couple Hello. now. Please don't slam the doors anymore. Thank you. Or slam them harder. <laughs> <laughs> Hello everyone, welcome to episode 19 of The Four Dorksmen. I am Collector Clint. This is Joey, aka Beef Squatch. This is Nate, aka Angry Nate. And this is Ryan Asian Tony Stark. We are four dorks who get together, talk collectibles, pop culture, cons, movies, whatever's on our mind, and we're hell. We have an awesome bingo card. Shout out to Andrew Newbeardland for making that. Please, please consider filling that out as you listen to this or any episode. You can find that at bingo.ithinkpixels.com slash dorksman. Is yes. that right? Correct, Ryan? Very Thank you. Good. You get it an took me forever. It took me forever to get that down. That, that's on me, Andrew. We really appreciate that. And it's really fun. I, I, I know we all do it, actually, when we're going through. So, um, And you might want some practice because uh, we might be using those later on. Yeah, if you just a little leakly there. Yeah. Not to give too much away. No, but that's anyway. So make sure you're doing that. And uh, I think that's all our housekeeping kind of things. Oh, make sure you, when you guys are interacting with us, with us on Twitter, Instagram, or wherever, use the hashtag AskTheDorksman, and we will be happy to answer your question. We have a wonderful queue that we will get to. We're going to have to do another total Q&A episode at some point because you guys are killing it with that. But I think it's time to dive into that segment right now. So from our friend Dolorean Wolfgang on Twitter, shout out to Alex, he asks... Your house is burning. You've already saved your family. You've got time to grab one thing, collectible or otherwise. What do you go for? And he says, sorry if this has been asked before. Well, it hasn't. So you're all right there. Not to us, it hasn't. Right. Yeah. I'm sure somebody, but yes. Yeah. But let's let's limit that to collectible um, just to make this kind of more relevant and more fun. I, if it wasn't, I would grab my hard drive. I already know that. <laughs> Don't want what anybody do getting your hard drive. Oh, yeah, what's yeah. on my hard drive? Yeah. All my pictures. That's why. What kind of oh, pictures, like, Clint? Yeah, what kind all of them. <laughs> yeah, everything of my family and everything I don't want anybody to pants, see. They're all yeah. on there. No pants. Yeah. All have the pictures. Right. Have you heard of the cloud? Oh. Have you heard of this thing called the cloud? And I have pictures there too, but you know, there's, there's, I have a lot on there, and I just am lazy. What can I say? Okay. So anyway, this is going to go to collectibles instead. As always, let's start with our big guy, Joey. Help us out. I'm the big guy. I would say probably my Frank and Freddy would probably the the one that I would grab just because From- that one's. It's it's my most valuable one, but it's also the one that's from my first fun days, and so that one will always, you know, have a kind of special place in my collection because it was from the first fun days, and it was like besides the Golden Idol Freddy, it was the only Freddy that I came away with at fun days. So I definitely would want to savor him and and take him with me. In fact, he needs to be in a hard stack. I don't know why he's not in a hard stack yet, but um, yeah, or maybe wrap him in foil. You know, just that way, if there is a fire, he can't burn. You know, nobody can see what he looks like, but, you know. That, that helps with fire, protected. but not other things. But, yes, <laughs> yeah. good call. I mean, fair enough. That's a Bottom great answer. might still melt, but right. you get the point. <laughs> yeah, it might melt, but so at least it won't get burned. Clump of plastic, but it's yeah. not burned. Hey, it's all about that It'll box be... integrity, guys, right? <laughs> right. And, That's right. And being extremely sarcastic as I say that. Come on. We understand. Speaking right. of which, I know this is kind of off topic for a second, but did y'all see that there's a company, I don't know if it's the same one that does comics and cards, but that are starting to grade Funko Pops? 
It's I been around for a few years. That, yeah. um, I've seen it. I didn't know it's been around for that yeah, long. Yeah, I've seen them at, I can't recall their name, but I've seen them in Comic-Con or SDCC the last two or three years. Obviously, take that with a grain of salt because they're grading from what I understand and take my response with a grain of salt. Uh, I believe they are grading the box, not the pop. Oh, so, so, like so too. Like, you know yeah, how I feel about things, right? I, I yeah. want. I'd rather have good paint quality than a good box. Right. So, yeah, and I, that's I get just that. me. Anyway, cool. so moving on to the question, Nate, you got an answer? I was going to say it was bold of you to assume that I would rescue my family first before my pops. But, <laughs> yeah, um, Alex, we're giving you the benefit of the doubt on this. Alex doesn't have his priority straight. Well, okay, yeah, that's true. Banner, right? well, Banner would get on on his own. Yeah, ba- so yeah, Banner first, Banner wife second. Me. Is this what you're yeah. saying? Yeah. Banner would, Banner be would actually ask me, be like, okay. "House is on fire." I'm out. Because Make I'm sure pretty sure your wife, wife listens to the podcast. I'm pretty sure she does. So, what is it? Is it Banner first? No, she's in the other room listening to him right now, and he's just going to get it later. There's a big middle finger arms. right now. I've got, I've got arms, two arms. I can grab each of them. Or each Banner's arm. pretty big. Maybe she can just, you know, get on top of Banner. Ride, ride Banner out. Ride him out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That was my escape plan. <laughs> Anyways, um, so family safe. I would take, um, actually, it's surprisingly, I would not take a pop. I would take my signed uh, messy jersey that I have framed right here. So is, I guess, technically still a collectible, but uh, I would take Definitely. that with me. That's pretty um, nice to have, by the way. Yeah, it's super it's a, jealous. It's a piece of, uh, it's a piece of where I worked for so long, and it's just something that I would put that like at the very, very top of all my collectibles that I have, despite some amazing Funko pieces that I have. So that's what I yeah. would take. Yeah, I mean, unfortunately, it is for the question's sake one, but that's a fantastic answer. Mm-hmm. Ryan, what you got? So for my collectible, um, ironically, I'm probably going to go non-Funko. Is it non Iron Man? No. Who are you talking to, sir? <laughs> Come on now. The look on your face is priceless. Yeah, of course they can't see it, but I, I thought, I'm extremely I thought disgusted. The glitched for a second, but it was just him being like so frozen by my question that <laughs> yeah. he was actually doesn't get offended often, but that offended him. If I could did, vomit in my mouth right now, I would. I didn't mean to insult your ancestors like that, sir. It's okay. It's okay. Her ancestors. Anyway, um, I know that the listeners will not be able to see it. It's something that I got just recently for the wedding. And I know I showed you guys on the episode a couple weeks back. It's my one-fourth scale Iron Man Mark III that I got from my buddy Kaylee. And actually, it was Kaylee that brought it home from Disney World. But it was from Kaylee, Sean, and Paul and their respective others. Uh, which is in the case behind me right there. Even though it's not worth as much as some of the Freddies I own, you know, like dollar value on the open market, well, it yeah. means a lot market, to me. Yeah. yeah. So that is mine. Let's go. Gosh, this is a tough question. Um, it is It is really hard. All your and, drugs. <laughs> you can't collect drugs. You got to take them, duh. Um, no, you could collect them. <laughs> Well, you could, but kind the, of a the, there's weird no... collection. To don't have. you have that uh, crack pipe that was smoked by Rick James? Don't you have that one in your collection? That's, <laughs> well, that's I mean, then again, Egon collected spores, mold, and fungus, right? Right, right, right. <laughs> Cocaine's a hell of a drug. That's yes. gonna have to be a bingo square at some point because it keeps coming up. Um, you Just know... say Colorado before you say it, and it's fine. No, it, it, cocaine hey, isn't a, legal here. Cocaine isn't legal here. It, it doesn't matter. It's just a Colorado drug reference. I, I guess that's true. That's the bingo square. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> we're giving it um, away, guys. Please I think I'd actually grab a free square for you this yes. week. Right. I think I'd actually just looking. Um, I think I'd actually grab my uh, fanatic of the week, Freddie. 
as oh, we ran out one. of here. That's, that's a good one. Yes. Yeah, just because I know they, you know, I don't make, and that's kind of what, like, all right, this is this is actually a hobby now. This is real. So I think yeah. I take that. That's but cool. I'm looking, or I'm sure there's something I'm missing. Um, that would I, be much I better. I sided with you there. That's a good one because anybody new that wins it, which you know, hats off to everybody that recently won Fanatic of the Week. We we do have some friends within our extended network, like Vin, who is a Vin, active listener. Chad. 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 Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, they don't make that anymore, and so you right. get a social media freddy and a proto but that is one of those holy grails now you're not going to see him anymore like the employee freddy right oh that'd be sweet yeah but anyway i i i'm sure there's something that would mean more to me um but that's what i'm gonna go with for this answer so anyway alex thank you for the question we do appreciate it someday we might get to your where do babies come from question but i'm still scratching my head on that one we're still doing research on it yeah Yeah. we're still trying to figure it out that's that's right it's extensive experimentation uh, that's that's right (laughs) Anyway, sorry to make it um, awkward, but yes. Our other question comes from our good friend at AOK20 on Twitter. That'd be Kelly. Shout out to Kelly. She asks, if you could take up a hobby other than collecting, what would it be? And we're adding the stipulation on this one if resources were unlimited time, money, energy, etc. What is a hobby you would enjoy doing that you don't do now? I'll go first. Uh, okay, great. Spelunking. Really? <laughs> oh, that's a good one. That yeah, is a good a cool, one. That's a cool one. That's a surprising one, actually. I was trying you to be a wise like... ass here and thinking, you know, like everybody would catch it. Oh, Batman spelunking, but obviously yeah. that was like, for all you guys. <laughs> well, you're we're, you're Marvel, not DC. That's why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's First what was all, supposed was to be funny Batman about Batman reference. Oh, I'd like to go. Uh, the I, Rock, I just Ryan wants to go that. down. I want to go up. Rock climbing. Rock climbing. Really? That could be cool. That just ruined my whole thing. I was trying to be funny. Comedy is obviously not my thing, so I will. Maybe you should. Maybe that should be your hobby. You know, every every good group (laughs) needs a straight man. That's you, Ryan. You're the straight man in the group. (laughs) That's right. Way to go! I'm so monotone, I guess, huh? That's that's got to be it. Yeah. Hmm. This is a tough one. I I, Joey, I like yours a lot. Um, I'd actually would actually like to play uh, more soccer. I'm actually playing in a uh, alumni game next week, and I, I'm I'm looking forward to seeing some friends and having some fun. But I'm also dreading trying to keep up with those guys who are probably much younger than me and uh, <laughs> probably actually run much more often than I do. So uh, I used to play indoor a lot, and I really liked it. Kind of stopped when Ava was born, but I'd like to do more of that. I think it'd be mine. Just be careful. Oh, cool. Don't tear your ACL. Don't tear your ACL. Yeah. That, that's the best it's advice you can give anybody advice. ever. Or you just get bionic legs afterwards. That, I mean, we've, we've seen it with uh, Darth Maul, right? Look, exactly. Ryan's, Ryan's on to something, sir. I played in a rec basketball league two years ago, and a friend of mine from work joined us. First game in, he was in for a minute and 13 seconds and tore his Achilles. Oh, Ooh. man. So be that. careful, sir. <laughs> that, that's great advice. Yeah. I appreciate that. Anyway. You're not a spring Nate. chicken anymore. Right. Yeah, you got you got you got a family to take care of. That's right. That's right. That's why. Yeah. How about you, Nate? You got one? Um, for me, I think it would be. So it'd probably be like just making music, actually. Like, oh, that's a great kind of like one. DJing. Like yeah. I used to. My buddy used to be a DJ way back, and he taught me some stuff, and it was just like you said, cost, time, everything oh, yeah. just kind of it took over. But it would be something I would definitely like to go back into. I saw Ryan's record collection earlier showing uh, showing us his. His messy office room there, and I was just like, "Damn, that's a that's yep. a, that's the camera like a placement fraction. right now is very deceiving." Yeah, <laughs> and it's just a fraction of your collection, which is like was really cool. So yeah, um, 
Yeah, so that's something I would do. I would, I would get back into that. I always be, tease uh, my awesome. friends, or my friends actually always tease me. They're like, you went from collecting vinyl records to collecting vinyl collectibles. I'm like, well, <laughs> they're still vinyl collectibles. Right, Whatever and, and they don't it. make... Yeah, they don't make vinyl records. Well, they make some, but they don't make them like they used to. So yeah, uh, and you know, I, I have some pretty cool on. stuff, like original pressing of multiple Michael Jackson albums. I got like Bee Gees, oh, well. ABBA, or ABBA, however you pronounce it. Tomato, <laughs> tomato. Yeah. yeah, interesting. I almost want to change my answer now because yours, Nate. I want to learn to play guitar. I know here I was trying to be funny, right? <laughs> <sighs> What would you actually do if it wasn't spelunking? What would you do? Spelunking, 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 Yeah, well, spelunking. While while I think about it, somebody tell me how to spell that because I I don't even know. I was just trying to be funny. That's what Google's for, man. I think I'm it's S P E L U N K I think that's another bingo square, by the way, guys. How do you spell that? Google it. Google it. Yeah, Google it is. You're right. Just trying to get them involved. I really don't know, Nate. If hmm, anything. Does travel the world define hobby? I mean, I don't see why not. Actually, travel could be a hobby. Yeah, I yeah. would wanna. One of my big things that I wanna do, bucket list thing that probably won't come true anytime in the immediate future, is I want to go to Europe, and I wanna see a lot of the history there. The other thing, um, Michi and I were just talking last night because we we're going to Japan for our honeymoon in March, so we were booking the tickets and everything. And um, ironically, one of the places that I've always wanted to go. And it's just really far for us being out here from Hawaii. I want to go to DC. I want to see the museums there. And I know yeah. it's a lot shorter of a trip for you, Joey. You know, it's just like a <laughs> skipping a rock. But for me, it's quite a ways away. It's not quite, step over there it's not quite so that tall. close. But yeah, yeah. I've, I've actually gone. I've actually seven, gone seven twice. Steps for the tree. Yeah, seven steps for the tree. Yeah. yeah, I've actually gone twice. And yes, you do need to make a point of, of going. I've never yeah. been either, Ryan. I it want to go awesome. too. Let me know when you go. We'll try to make that work. Yeah. Well, if it. Makes you feel any better, Clint? I think I've said this on the podcast before. Even being born and raised here in Hawaii, I've never been to the Arizona Memorial. Really? I never have. It's one of those is it things. On, we, is it on the island that you're on? Yeah, it's in Oahu. It is. Or on oh, Oahu. Wow. It's one of those things, right? We take for well, granted from, yeah. where we're born and raised. And you think, right. okay, it's always going to be there. And I just, I've never gone. I've gone to Pearl Harbor numerous times for other things, but I've just never gone to the memorial. Well, they have a, a pretty uh, extensive World War II museum and collection in New Orleans now, and and I have it was it was put up after I moved away. But I mean, it's only four four and a half hours, um, but I haven't been to it yet, and I've been keep you know keep meaning to to go down there and see that as well. So well, for me to get to Pearl Harbor, it's like maybe half an hour. It's okay. So you, you have know, no travel excuse distance for us here in Hawaii. You four have hours no excuse. Sir. Bad. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I really don't have an excuse. I just never have gone. Well, very good. Kelly, fabulous question. Thank you for that. We appreciate that. Again, hashtag Ask the Dorksman, Twitter and Instagram. Shoot us a question. Let us know what you think. We got, again, a queue. We, if we haven't gotten your question yet, we will. It just might not be, you know, tomorrow. So please keep sending them in because we'll keep answering them and you can listen to our hilarity as Ryan tries to make jokes about it. Hey. All right. <laughs> hey, I'm funny. That's new, new, new bingo square. All right. <laughs> Ryan's funny. I am Ryan's funny. funny. So you guys know. Okay. I, I'm not arguing with you. Anyway, let's move on to our main topic this week. So we're about a month late, quote unquote, on this, but we wanted to be a month late on this because Disney Plus has been released and we wanted to wait until we actually got in to actually watch some of the content versus talking about what we expected and what we really were looking forward to. So with that said, let's talk Disney Plus. So um, 
I think the biggest one, and we're not going to talk about this because we're going to talk about this later, is Mandalorian. I know. I think everybody here is caught up on that, right? Yes. I am. Okay. Yeah. One of the not, benefits to living to in Hawaii is they drop it at 12 a.m. Pacific time. So that's 10 oh, nice. p.m. for me. Oh, nice. So, so, you get so I get to Thursday watch it on night. Thursday. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Nice. All right. Well, good. I'm glad you're taking advantage of your time zone because I'm sure there's other uh, faults with it. But oh, yeah, there's a lot. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure. I, I mean, I get mad at the East Coast for being two hours ahead, so I can understand how you feel. <laughs> Totally. But the point is, um, we'll talk about more of that later because there's obviously a lot of Star Wars stuff coming. So we're going to I'm glad you guys are caught up. I, it's worth showing watching if you haven't watched it, but we're going to talk about what else is on there. So um, what have you guys been watching? I think the other big one, Joey's mentioned this before, the Imagineering story. So for anybody oh, yeah. who has not started watching that and you are a Disney fan, you definitely need to watch it because it tells a lot of the history. I learned a lot personally. And, you know, growing up, You've, I, I remember hearing Michael Eisner's name, obviously through the 90s and everything, but to understand the backstory, what he did for the company, also what he did for the company that kind of was frowned upon and how we got to where we are now with Bob Iger, it's really interesting and educational to see what Bob Iger has done for Disney and how he resurrected some of those ties that were previously lost, like Pixar, for example, right? Have you... Are you guys caught up on everything? Uh, I've I seen all the episodes. Yeah. I am not, but so, please go no, ahead. But yeah, no, just, just go ahead. Cool. And think about it this way. I mentioned this to Julie on the boards a couple days ago. If it was not for Bob Iger, we would not have seen the almost Phoenix metaphorical rise or re-rising of Steve Jobs back to Apple because as you guys are familiar, he was with Pixar, right, before he went back to Apple. When Michael Eisner was there, he kind of severed that tie between Disney and Pixar. And it was up to Bob Iger that actually brought them back together. So, And that was before he went back to Apple, before the iPhone came out. So, And Apple now the powerhouse that it is and where it really should be. Um, he also opened up Shanghai Disney, among other things mm. that he did. There's, there's a lot of great things that Bob Iger has done. And I personally thought about getting his masterclass. Because he's a um, great business mm -hmm. leader. Sure. You have Just to be his ability to reach across to uh, the Chinese government and the culture and actually be successful at that endeavor. Mm -hmm. I know in the, I, I, I don't know, Ryan might be able to correct me. It was either the last episode, so it's finished. The last one came out Friday or the second to last episode when Iger was talking about uh, meeting with the Chinese government about the Shanghai Disney and talking about how um, the, I guess, president, I don't know if that's the right term or not to use uh, for their government, but he was talking about how when he was talking to him about Disney and the guy told him how his, his want to have Disney uh, represented in China was coming from his heart. And he was just talking about how, like, that's totally not on brand for the Chinese to talk about business and emotions together at the same time. So I just thought that was interesting how something like Disney has been able to reach across, you know, not only other countries, but other cultures and across the world and actually, you know, strike a note with people who are, you know, typically known, especially in the business world and the world of government as being very stoic and not letting their emotions uh, show and how he was, you know, willing to, you know, let loose of that for a second. I just, I was really impressed with, you know what he said about that yeah that was really it actually ties back to his father the father was a big fan of disney so um i can't That's recall right. the 
the president's name right now of China, but he grew up around that because his dad enjoyed it so much, right? Kind of the same way I was talking about my dad really loved wrestling. So I actually got into it as a result of that. But when, um, <clears throat> I don't know if it was during the grand opening or during one of their initial meetings after this came up, Bob Iger actually presented the president with a picture of his father at Disneyland. And it was like, Shake you know it what? Mickey's hand. Yeah. And it was like yeah. one of those things that it actually made him well up. He didn't cry, but you, you could clearly right. see the tears in his eyes and you could tell how emotional he was about that. So it's great to see how much Disney can touch people, you know, and span generations. You know what I also thought was interesting? You know, Ryan talks about, you know, the uh, leadership under Eisner and the leadership under Bob Iger and all that. What I thought was interesting, and they, they made reference to it several times, was it, it seemed like any time the core leadership of Disney started to get away from Walt's original core ideas of what Disney should stand for as a company, that's when they started to flounder. And then they would kind of have this... Uh, I, I don't know if epiphany is the right word, but they would be like, look, we need to go back to what Walt's original vision was for movies and for parks and for the Disney brand in general. And then they would start, you know, becoming successful again. Like one of the things Walt had to do in the beginning was overspend. Like he had to put in really a lot more money than he was anticipating mm -hmm. spending to get Disneyland and Anaheim open. And he was willing to make that investment because he believed in it. And they were talking about how during the recession in the mid 2000s, that they wanted to totally revamp Disneyland, the uh, California Adventure, the second park that was built, because it really wasn't doing as well as they thought it should be doing. And so they invested a lot more money than their number cruncher said they should be investing during the recession when the business was struggling and ended up paying off in the end. Because again, they said that's something that Walt, Walt would do. He would say, this needs to be done. It doesn't matter how much the cost is. We just need to go ahead and go forward with it and do it because it's what's best for the brand. Yeah, it's about mm -hmm. doing it the right way or as they commonly kind of refer to it as in the documentary and within their culture, doing it the Disney way. It's right. not only mm -hmm. about the financial part of it, which, you know, these days, a lot of people focus too much on finance and money. And that's great. You know, that I, I understand that. But there is a certain point in time where you need to understand also that doing it strictly for the money is not the right way to do things. Right. If you're in business for that strict reason, initially, that's where you may start to crack and fail. Mm -hmm. Especially in a brand like Disney, where yeah. you're, you're not selling the product, you're selling the experience and that's right. one of the core values it's a really they have good as way company. to put it it, it yeah. really that's is what, what what disney is is it's not just a brand because not. a brand is just something you put on a piece of clothing or something that you wear or whatever right like the whole disney experience goes from just being part of their world yeah and it's a feeling them invite you into it right it's yeah. a feeling it's an emotion and i know we had some friends that may have gone to the initial grand opening for galaxy's edge i personally have a few friends that were there well we all know jen jen hids right oh sure yep. yeah so jen is a cast member she was there for opening day and i've heard from numerous people that the first time they stepped foot into galaxy's edge because that it's like you make your own experience it's not like you're going on a ride mm -hmm. the whole land right. is like you wander around and you're in batu and you make up whatever your mind wants you to make up it's an experience all in itself and people became very emotional, you know, it's, sure. and I'll be completely honest when they do this for Marvel and they have it on the California adventure side, I'll probably just stand there and like be in awe and gasp <laughs> and probably tear up and well up a little bit, but it's 
mainly because, you know, you grew up and we've talked about these kinds of nostalgic things before. Right. You grew up reading these comics and all of a sudden in 2008, they bring Iron Man to the big screen and you're like, oh, shit. That's like, <laughs> I, I remember seeing these in comics, you know, and then sure. the MCU comes along and you see Thanos, you see him get dusted and all this stuff that happened. <gasps> over the Spoiler last alert. But <laughs> to actually see it. <laughs> to, right, sorry. I mean, if you guys haven't seen it by now, what yeah. are you living I'm, under? Yes. Yeah, exactly. Right. If you haven't even heard about it by now. Okay. Yeah. Maybe I will drop this one spoiler. There is something within the documentary, within the episodes, I'm not going to say where it is, that has some sort of reference to the new Marvel land that will be opening up in the California Adventure. And I think Joey knows what I'm talking about. And that's all Maybe. I'm going to say. I'm going to be very vague about it. So that way I'm, I'm not trying to remember. Anything. Joey's scrambling to rewatch yeah. it all right uh, now to find it. Oh, yeah. I'll say this, though. It, it does have something to do with the MCU. And one oh, of the characters nice. that we've grown to love. And it's actually not Iron Man that I'm referring to. So, but mm. it, it's really interesting to see some of the technology that Disney is inventing <clears throat> in order to achieve this feeling that the park goers will be able to experience sooner than later. You know, that was the other thing too. I loved seeing yeah, for, for those that haven't watched it yet. And please, if you're listening to me and Ryan, please go out and, and watch it. It's six parts. They're each about an hour, an hour and 15 minutes, but they are wonderfully done and of course it's done by disney so you get all the insider stuff i mean there's stuff that they showed that i've never seen before because again it's it's disney so they're doing their own thing but i, I love how you can see through the episodes because they're done chronologically how technology is advanced and like you know talking about animatronics and you know the one of the first things they talk about is the hall of presidents and you know you're like oh you know that's still pretty impressive to today but then they show in the last episode the avatar ride and oh, yeah. the animatronics that's done by that and you're like mm. holy crap that's somebody <laughs> in makeup sitting there every day doing this act no it's wow. not it's a freaking robot like wow this is amazing and they talk about you know how actuators and all that stuff's gotten smaller of course over time so they can fit more in a in a head which gives you the ability to make more uh, facial uh, reactions and move more parts and to just mm. make it more lifelike. And it's, it's just crazy. And them talking about, you know, just where the future is going to be and how it's going to be even more advanced. It's just crazy. And it's really well done the way they lay it out chronologically. And you just kind of see how the parks expanded. And I enjoyed seeing a lot about the parks that are in other countries because I didn't know a lot about those. Like, I knew about the Ratatouille ride, but they really went in detail about how that one was done. Uh, I knew about the Tron ride, and they really went into detail about how that one was done. And then some other things that they, you know, tweet. Like one of the last episode, uh, one of the last rides they talked about in the last episode was, um, and maybe Ryan remembers which park it is. It may be the Shanghai one about how they changed uh, some of the stuff. Like they changed Pirates of the Caribbean, they changed the Haunted Mansion ride. And did some original stuff with that. And I just I just found that unique. Just kind of I, I told my wife, I said, my bucket list now includes, you know, being rich enough one day to go to all the different Disney parks mm -hmm. and see all these. And I think that's one good thing too that they do is they have just enough cohesiveness amongst all the parks and are able to tie them together with some central themes. Mm -hmm. But they also have these unique things at each park that make you, if you're a 
diehard Disney fan that make you want to go. But it also makes those people that are in these other countries, which I know for some of those Asian countries, that's like a big thing to say, hey, this is this is uniquely ours. Mm -hmm. You don't have this, right. you know, in your Disney. This is this is our type thing. And I, I, I just found all that too, fascinating. Right? Yeah. yeah, right, right, right. Yeah, that's why I was going with that. Yeah, for sure. Which is really cool. Um, to be unique enough, even if it's just on one side of the country where in, in California, they have California adventure, whereas like right. in, in Disney world, they have more, um, you know, have different things there. Um, but speaking of the whole experience with galaxy's edge, I don't know if you guys saw this, there's like a, like a two night galaxy's edge experience at Disney world where you actually like live in the star Wars star Wars universe mm -hmm. for two nights and you mm. go through the park, you do all this stuff. It's like, that's really cool. Like I've been, kind of waiting for them to, to do something like that where it's like you become part of the actual universe and they i mean that's 100 percent immersive they said from the yeah. time you walk into the hotel yeah. and everything all the cast members are in so yep. it's not like they're just oh this is the the bellhop or the front shower. desk no. yes you know they're like playing a role like what you mm. would do if you went and stayed at a star wars motel like in costume and in character mm. and all that kind of stuff yep. it just it seems amazing i'm gonna have to go rob a bank so that i can go <laughs> Just wait until they do that with the Marvel side. Um, we we'll sure never see Ryan again. Playing. Yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah uh, Ryan will be living there. Relocate, guys. I've relocated. Anaheim, California. He thinks so. Yeah, Funko Hollywood right there. It's perfect. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's what he's hoping, drive. he's hoping that that big earthquake finally happens and California breaks off and just kind of floats closer <laughs> to Hawaii, and that Hawaii nice. just gets absorbed into it. And why well, not? At right? that point, Vegas would become prime beach real estate perfect yeah it would be it would be i didn't <laughs> thought about that we are thinking way too far into this so. I am the analyst. <laughs> that's what i get paid to do is think of those things that needs to be a bingo square i am the analyst so uh changing gears one of the other uh series that i've watched a lot and i don't know how much y'all have watched it or if y'all have even watched an episode or two is the uh jeff goldblum yes. uh show mm -hmm. that he's had i only so watched the of... sneakers one so i can only comment on that part okay i know he well, did the well, ice cream I... one we've talked about that off the podcast but i've I've just, yeah. I don't know. I wasn't really super interested in everything he was saying regarding the sneakers. I mean, before I started getting into collecting Funko, back about 15, 16 years ago, I was really into sneakers before the whole kicks craze blew up. And I've personally got some pretty cool, I don't know if you call them grails in the sneaker world anymore, but I had a bunch of cool stuff that I unfortunately had to throw away because of just the climate here in Hawaii. It just, oh. it was not kind to my shoes. So I've... I've had to toss a bunch of them over the years. Wow. Yeah. But I still have some well, nice and, ones though. And and that's what I was going to kind of say what Ryan alluded to is that not every episode I would say was interesting. Mm -hmm. um, there were a few that I wouldn't mind, you know, suggesting to people to watch. Like the I know it sounds crazy, but he did an episode on denim like on yeah, jeans. That was a cool one to watch. And yeah. that was actually one of the most interesting, really interesting ones yeah. that he's had. He the one that came out this uh past week uh on December 13th was on gaming and it was uh, so they're really short episodes which is good, but I think the problem is he tries to do too many segments on that topic right. within that. Gotcha. For instance, the one that I just watched on gaming. So he talked about um counter-strike uh as a um e-game tournament so he like went to a tournament to watch a counter-strike tournament 
right? So that's like a multiplayer game for those that don't know, um, first-person shooter. Then he also went and visited with some people who do the sound effects and the musical scores for mobile games. And he also did a segment on some people who do LARPing, which for those of you that don't know what that is, that's uh, live-action role-playing, where it's like live-action uh, Dungeons & Dragons almost, I guess. Let's go ahead and we should right. do an episode and, like that where we just yeah. <laughs> right up your alley, Nate. Yeah. It's perfect. I think we should totally do it. And then he did – I'm trying to think there was another segment or maybe two in there. And, and that's probably another complaint that I have with it yeah. is that it's just like this 25-minute, 30-minute long episode. But he's trying to do all this stuff. That was the other problem with the sneaker episode that, that Ryan's talking about. It's like he tried to do – too much in just mm. one little segment of trying to cram in all this different stuff about sneakers. Yeah. Like, oh, hey, this is where rubber came from. Like, yeah. look, man, nobody cares. This is not yeah. a I documentary. I actually thought that was kind of on... interesting, sorry. But that's just the nerd in me. Yeah, but I, mean, and I like, guess and if you've done the one, whole thing. Yeah, like, like the whole thing was like how shoes are made is like one thing. And then like, it was just the fact that it was like, it went from like, he went from design, like from shoe con or whatever that was, right? The, the huge shoe con. convention. Yeah. Sneaker con. Yeah. And then he goes to that and then he jumps over to something else. It's like, you could break that whole shoe discussion up into like two or three episodes. Where it's like, yeah. Or, is, or he could have done an hour long episode as opposed to. Right. right. Or and just extend the length of the episode. Yeah. 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 And see, he's, I, I, I don't know. I think this is still just a rumor because like one thing Disney has not done is released like, previews or descriptions of what future episodes are going to be really mm-hmm. some of the episodes they have little sneak peeks like the jeff goldblum thing the imagineering thing did but like mandalorian doesn't say hey on next week's episode this is what mm-hmm. you're going to see right i think it's and, good they do that by the way right right but apparently but apparently from some people in new orleans that i saw that posted pictures i think he did a new orleans episode and i don't know if it was for mardi gras or for something else uh, for a segment that's maybe not New Orleans centric, he just happened to be down there for part of the episode for like a segment of it. But I'm I'm kind of interested in that one. But there have not been many that I was like, oh yeah, this whole entire episode was just fantastic. I'd say probably the denim one of all, which sounds crazy, was probably the one I actually was most interested in. Well, aside I think from the, sorry, go ahead, Nate. No, it was just like there's like snippets that were really really good. Like I really like the shoe one where he did like he went with met with the the shoe surgeon where the guy that customizes shoes and they yeah. could have done like a whole hour so on, like, much more stuff yeah. like he could have had a whole segment on the people that do the cleats for the yeah. for the like, football players yeah we went to adidas and mm-hmm. he was doing the whole like how we design shoes for athletes like holy crap that's really cool that they have this technology because this is not something that just developed overnight right like having that kind of go through the process of how they did this back in the day versus how they do it now like that's another hour long they could have spent yeah. there yeah, sports science. Stuff and, and yeah sports same science. thing with the ice cream and the barbecue episode yeah. it's almost like the topics are too broad and i think that's maybe why the denim topic was more successful in my mind at least is because that topic is a little bit more focused right it's right. not like oh we're doing one on clothing it's like we're doing one on denim on jeans you know and how that works and stuff whereas the other one was like oh this is about ice cream like do you know how long you could talk about ice cream stuff or the one on uh gaming like and then he includes all this other stuff that people don't naturally think of like larping like when you talk about gaming larping is not the first thing that comes to most people's minds right so it was a dirty word <laughs> it, it does. I'm sorry. Right. You know no, what? You know, no offense you know, to anybody that's into that. It's just you know I wasn't LARP familiar you, with Ryan. it. So. Just LARP you for ruining my my fun. Uh, you know, you say when you say the ice cream one, all I can think of is Bubba from 
Forrest Gump saying all the different flavors of ice cream. Right. There's vanilla, there's chocolate, there's Rocky Road. You know, can, there's can you, can you do your to do the lip like it? No, not well, really. I, mean, no. I don't remember the ice cream it. part from that movie. All yeah. I remember is the shrimp part. The shrimp, I well, I know, but I, I'm comparing the yeah. two. Yeah, the other guy's shrimp, Yeah, barbecue exactly. shrimp. So that's what I think of when you say the ice cream. But I mean, it, it sounds like it. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong on that show, but it sounds like as they've kind of gone on, they've gotten better at narrowing down. Maybe or is because you no, said the denim's no, the most recent one, right? The no, the denim's not the most recent one. Oh, was, I'm sorry. They've done like six. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there's episodes. been two or three since the denim episode, the gaming okay. episode, the barbecue episode, and then I think denim was before that. So I think that was episode number four. Okay, and the sneaker one was I'm the sorry. first one, and then there yeah, was a episode on ice cream, and I'm forgetting what the other episode was. That was tattoos. in between the tattoo tattoos. Tattoos. Really cool. I like the tattoo. That's a tattoo. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. I have. I'm fortunately I'm not seeing the show, so this is all good to hear. But. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, what else? How about this, guys? Aside from the original series, I guess we'll call them on the platform, have you guys rewatched any of the old movies or old TV shows? I know we spoke about DuckTales initially. That was one of the big things that we used to watch as kids. But I personally watched, because I had never watched it, the live action Beauty and the Beast. I'm sorry. Oh. No. Oh, okay. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. I saw that in the theater. I'm thinking of Lady and the Tramp. That's what I oh, watched. Yeah, that one was direct to Disney Plus. Yeah, right. that one was oh, was it? Disney Plus. Yeah, yeah, that was never in theater. That's the reason yeah. why I never saw it in the theater. Okay, I feel better now. <laughs> but yeah, that was good. Was it really? I liked it. You wow, didn't like it? I didn't not, see it. Oh. I've not watched that one yet. I don't, I don't know if my daughter either. has or not. I'll have well, to Well, I, I mean, I, I never was like giant into Beauty, or Beauty and the Beast. Now you got me saying it. Lady and the Tramp. <laughs> well, Beauty so and the Beast live action was good. I know we spoke about this before. but Right, but I mean, it's it just... It seems weird to me. I, like, I didn't like Jungle Book. The live one was okay. But, you know, it, it, I get thrown off with the animals and there's like very few humans, I guess. maybe. And, that's and I think that's what bodes well for the ones that are more human centric. Like, I think Mulan's going to end up being. Oh, really I think Mulan good. looks beautiful, too. It's it's going to be good, especially since they've even said they're going to be more raw. And, uh, you know, there's no talking dragon for comedy effect in it. That's straight up Mulan, which I think is awesome. But. Um, like I didn't see Lion King, but I remember a lot of people seeing it and saying they didn't love it. You know, it was the same movie. Just we had this discussion before, and I think yeah. what Disney did was they took a lot of the feedback from people saying that it's not enough like the original, and then so mm-hmm. they do Lion King and they make it almost shot for shot like the original, and then the original. It's yeah. like you know you can't please everybody. I think yeah. what the general public needs to go into it thinking when they watch these is that you have the essence of the original film, but you're modernizing it for the current times. You can't right. you can't catch lightning in a bottle the exact same way as that you did twenty five years ago. Well, whenever these did, movies came right. out, right? Or for the same people. I mean, yeah. you know, we're always the people who love Lion King the cartoon are always going to love Lion King the cartoon, and right. And well, I know. think that's why Aladdin was so well received is because I think it did just enough of connecting to the old one and had a, enough new stuff in it that kind of said okay this is not the same movie i'm not just seeing a you know a scene for scene remake like what the right. lion king one yeah. was apparently and uh word of mouth hurt that one i know it did because it, i didn't have any interest in going to see the lion king one after i heard oh well you might as well just watch the cartoon because it's basically right. the same thing right and i the same way i mean even though uh you know like seth rogan is in it and billy eichner's in it and, mm-hmm. and john oliver i was like eh. anyway you know but what they were missing know. in the lion king honestly what were, what were they missing jonathan taylor thomas <laughs> that's what they, they were missing. Like a, they should have had him voice something. I know that would have been a nice Easter egg, right? 
but he would have found the, the he bug that gets eaten. Right, right. How old was he? Like eleven years old when they when they did the movie. Right. He well, he didn't have know. hair on his nuts yet. Well, to be honest, I that's I I had no idea how you knew that, but I have no idea if he's even alive. To be honest, I'm sure he is, or else we would have heard about it. But Google it because twice in one episode. When's the last time you heard from Jonathan Taylor Thomas? I mean, he probably was like on some Disney. You could probably find it on Disney Plus, some Disney shows, you know, or Disney movies that were direct to the Disney Channel. But otherwise, he never did anything outside of, uh, I almost said Full House, uh, outside home of Home Improvement. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, yeah, it'd be interesting. But yeah, that would have been fun. But anyway, so Lady and Tramp was good, though. That's good to know. I liked it. Yeah, I've, I've gone back and watched a few of like my old favorite cartoons growing up as a kid. Like I've watched a couple episodes of DuckTales. I watched a couple of Darkwing Duck. I watched mm-hmm. a couple of Chippendale Rescue Rangers. Um, I feel like I'm. I uh, watched a couple of Tailspin, uh, and some of those hold up, and others don't. Um, I actually prefer the new rebooted DuckTales uh, over the old one. Um, I think Darkwing Duck and Chippendale Rescue Rangers held up a little bit. Uh, better in my mind, but I'll tell you what animated series that I was extremely disappointed in that I tried rewatching and it did not hold up well was X-Men, the animated series. Ooh, hot take. Now, now is that because of, and I've heard this, is, is that because of the order of the episodes is incorrect? You, you know, you, you mentioned that I didn't notice that watching the X-Men one. I did run into a similar issue though watching some of the Disney ones. I didn't mm-hmm. even pay attention, but that's not what I'm talking about specifically about that one. But I did notice that problem with some of the others for some odd reason. But the X-Men animated series, mm-hmm. it just, the writing, which I know is kind of weird to talk about with a cartoon series, but based you know, on a that, comic book, <laughs> right. That didn't right. hold up very well. The animation didn't hold up very well. The editing, like just, it felt like it was real choppy or jumpy. Like it just kind of went from one thing to another. And it's like, Oh, Oh, we're here. Now we're here. Now we're doing this. Now we're doing that with like hmm. no real transition or explanation to why they were going from this place to the other. I just, I couldn't get into it. Like it makes me scared. Like I've been wanting to go back and get the uh, Batman animated series on Blu-ray and so it makes me scared to drop that money on that and end up being disappointed in it like I was with the X-Men animated series. I honestly don't think you'd be as Batman, but um, I'm I wondering because I also know they have the Spider-Man animated series <clears throat> on Disney Plus, and I haven't watched that. I wonder if that's kind of the same yeah, situation. Yeah, I, I haven't tried any of the other ones yet. Um, I think Larry talked just about so that. much on there oh my you know, God. to try yeah. to go through. We did end up watching the Noel, the uh, – made for Disney plus uh, Christmas movie, which actually originally, yes, okay. it was actually mm. originally supposed to be a theatrical release that they ended up changing. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. And putting on Disney plus. Yeah. And it, it was, was good. It was, it was pretty good. Like somebody compared it to um, like the, the female Disney version of elf. And first of all, <laughs> how dare you? How dare you? Elf is a classic. Second of all, you're dead wrong. Third of all, it's okay. Like, it's not something I'm like, oh, we're going to have to watch this every time, every mm. Christmas. I'm like, mm. no, it's not in the same category as, you know, the perennial, Elf or, yeah. yeah, Elf mm. and, you know, Home Alone and Die Hard, which is a Christmas movie. Iron Anybody Man 3. I knew you were going to say that. It is no, a Iron Man 3 movie. is not a Christmas. It takes place in Christmas. If there, Die Hard is a Christmas things. movie, no, Iron no, Man Die Hard 3 is, is a Christmas movie. Iron Man 3 is not. Die Hard I is. forgot Iron Man, 3, Iron Man 3 existed as a movie until you guys mentioned it today. Yes. It just shouldn't exist. It should go away. should be done with <laughs> that and the second Christ one. We can keep the first one. 
Iron yeah, Man, we keep the first one. one. We keep second that one. one. I'll keep the, the other second two. One. Second one was the, okay. mm, maybe if we can take the good parts of the second one, the third one, and cut them up into like Iron Man <laughs> two and a half or something, and then that one might be acceptable. But the other two are trash. You know, two Iron Man in a movie. The look on Ryan's face is back. This is the second time we've seen that look on his face this episode. And I'm responsible for both of them. There's a shock. Yeah. Hey, now. I'm just saying. You're an all Don't make me get your mom, Clint. <laughs> Ryan, I want you to know that my uh, Funko photo a day is going to reference Iron Man 3, and I think you'll appreciate it. Today's so. or tomorrow's? No, uh, I think tomorrow's. I was going to say, you have about 40 yeah, but, minutes to get today's right. one in. Tomorrow's what? Shelfie? Oh, okay. Yes, the next day, then. It's not. It's not. It, you'll know it when you see it. Anyway, <laughs> thanks for the hot take. Oh, thank you. Uh, back to what we're talking about here on <laughs> Disney+. Plus. Um, Those are on Disney Plus. I can tell. They about absolutely that. are on yeah, Disney Plus, which is so, awesome. I think so that's the space. other amazing thing is just the the catalog. You know, that's one thing from the Imagineering that they also touched on was them. You know, purchasing Marvel and them purchasing Pixar and all that stuff is just the. And I don't think they mentioned Fox, um, no. but obviously that's that may have come after the documentary was done. I was thinking but, that probably, yeah, yeah. Just the catalog that they have on their streaming service is going to be difficult for people to, to, to compete through. with yeah especially oh, yeah. if you consider because from what i understand um a lot of people have been doing the disney hulu espn bundle because that's all kind right. of under the same umbrella now i mean if you look at between hulu and disney and you roll those together and say oh well that's basically the same company's streaming service just under two different platforms or two different brands however you want to say it i mean good lord netflix better really kick it up a notch well not to mention also i mean not to divert this in a different direction but if you want 4k on netflix you got to pay extra disney mm -hmm. plus you don't have to see i didn't know that yeah yeah that's, that's it just comes well they don't market it completely as 4k within disney plus but um uhd ultra high definition or however right pointing right. the term these days but on the netflix end of things if you want that bump up from 1920-1080, you actually have to pay a premium on that, whereas the other providers provide that at the normal cost. Well, see, there's one positive to Netflix and two negatives right now that I'm thinking. The positive to Netflix is they do have a pretty good staple of original programming Agreed. that have a lot of fans that they've been doing. The two downsides, though, is now their pricing structure mm -hmm. is not compatible with Disney, and they're starting to lose a lot of their... Uh, other network programs that are going away to their own separate streaming service, like The Office. That's a big one yeah. that's being taken away. That's a popular, popular show on Netflix that NBC is about to have their own streaming program, and it's going to be on there. So it's like, okay, so where is Netflix's direction going to go? Is it going to be almost strictly original movies and original TV series, or are they going to try to fight for some of those others? Because that's that's where Disney slash Hulu's got them beat. Is they've got this, you know, back catalog of all these great. Because we didn't even mention Star Wars, Star Wars, the Marvel movies, all the Fox stuff, mm -hmm. and they've got their own original programming. The one thing that they are kind of lacking on is the TV shows, but Hulu's got several of those. So mm -hmm. I, I don't know where Netflix goes from here. Well, it, you know, just for the simplicity of this conversation, first of all, you're I crazy 100%. But secondly, for the simplicity of the conversation, since they're sticking with Disney Plus, I, you know, let's keep moving. But I agree with you. Um, shout out to our friends, the Secondary Heroes. They actually did a whole streaming service episode. They if did. You want to listen to that. Yep. So, but I, yeah, but you're absolutely right. And Joey, I 
I don't have an answer. I hope they do because I actually like Netflix and I like the original programming. And I, I do like, too. You know, I, I like if they would lower the pricing structure. But you know, the problem with that is, uh, you know, that's their revenue for making all these original. Well, right, so but at the same time, do do? they might just have to suck it. They might have to pull a Walt Disney and overspend it first to get to where yeah. they want to be. Yeah, they, they have to do something. Aren't they like? Isn't Netflix operating at like a massive deficit with all their original programming? I think they're like huge debt. I like, would imagine, but look at their stock stuff. price. That's true too. But then so, again, you you shouldn't. This is going in a weird direction if I bring it up that way, but <laughs> you know, well, because I mean, we all love Funko, but their stock has taken a dump over the last mm-hmm. six months, right? But that in no way should be a representation of how successful the company is doing. Right. It's just on the public that's market, true. that's how much they're right. worth. As well, as it, 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 it overvalued a little bit too. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah, for a while it did. It, I mean, yeah. I was happy. I'm like, bam, twenty nine dollars yeah, share. I, I ain't mad yeah. at that at all. But, but anyway, absolutely. So, um, but back to Disney Plus. I haven't said much because I haven't watched enough of it, and I apologize for that. Uh, I, you I you did know we were doing a Disney Plus episode. I, today, I right? did. I did, mean, did that sneak up on you? Did no, that no, it did not. Grab you in the butt. It, it did not. <laughs> I, it did yell at me moose multiple times. But did you one say thing moose? I want to mention. Moose? Did you say moose? Like moose? moose and did squirrel? I say moose? Yeah. No. Moose and squirrel. Moose, and squirrel. Yeah. moose knuckles. But <laughs> you guys are making this very hard. Anyway, that's what um, she said. Yes, it is. Uh, oh my! Constantly. <laughs> anyway, so with um. With this, though, one thing I've, I've appreciated and hasn't mentioned is, you know, there is some great programming out there for kids. My my mm-hmm. daughter has fallen in love with the Mickey Mouse Club cartoon, which I have mixed feelings about. I think the premise is great. The animation is shit, to put it nicely. But, you know, she loves it. She always wants to watch it. She loves Mickey and Goofy and Donald Duck. So it's fun to have that to share with her. And, of course, we know who those characters are. My wife watched um, High School Musical yesterday. I don't, I, while I was doing something else and, <laughs> you know, she'd never seen it and wanted to see what the hype was about being in education and hearing about it from her students. And she didn't get it, which I'm not surprised. <laughs> I don't think any of us would, but she gave it a shot, which was cool. I know there's the high school, the musical, the musical series on Disney plus now that people are interested in. Yeah. Again, not my thing, but that that's kind of the good thing about this too, is it has something for everybody and every sense. So You've talked about nostalgia and the old stuff. They talk. They have new new stuff. They have stuff that you know was on the Disney Channel. The stuff that yeah. was on Fox. That was stuff that was on stuff that's direct to Disney Plus, which is a weird thing to say instead of direct DVD. But it's all. It's got so much and something for everybody and, and the price point. Yeah, and yeah. so much more to come. I mean, because right. we haven't even discussed all the different Marvel series. What is there like four or five of them that are going to be rolling out four right over the now? Next you have Wandavision, years? you have Falcon and Winter Soldier, you have Loki. Loki. Uh, I'm missing one. I just can't think of it right now. I did want to well, mention if? though. Yeah, what? what if, if, there you yeah. go. I did want to mention to Clint's point, the nostalgia even can tie back to High School Musical because. Oh yeah. Think about yeah, it this the way. The first run of it. The back. first movie came out, what is it, like 11, 12 years ago? It was 2006. So, see? So about 12, 13. How did actually. you know that? Like, My wife you know told that? me. She she looked it up and told me. <laughs> so yeah. think about it this way. The kids that initially watched that when they were like, you know, say five or six years old, now they're teenagers. Right. So well, <laughs> to add the intrinsic to value to right. nostalgia, it's just like, that's a whole different generation than we're in, right? Well, it's fun to listen to uh, Larry on the STS guys who you should be always listening to. He talks about how much he liked Lizzie McGuire back in yeah, the day. Yeah, he, you know? he did mention it's that the other you up, day. You grew up with, right? Like you just right. watch it after school. But they're making new ones of that too. Yeah. So then he'll get to compare the old and the new and you know. constant reboots. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, you know, this... Sorry, go on. The good thing about 
Disney Plus and all the other streaming services. I was talking to McGuire about it the other day. We were looking for a movie to watch and we were debating on, you know, oh, do we want to try to watch this or do we want to try to watch that? And it's, you, you didn't spend any money on a movie ticket. You didn't spend any movie on a DVD. You didn't spend any money at Redbox renting it. So if after five, 10, 15 minutes you don't like it, you just pick something else. Something else yeah. And I think that's one of the biggest draws to me. Of, that's a great point. Of these streaming services, and especially Disney, with the catalog of movies that they have. Cool. You know, I agree with you completely. And in the same same sense, um, like Ava, you know, we'll watch cartoons with her. And we were watching. Um, it wasn't it wasn't the Christmas Carol, but it was a Disney Christmas one. And she didn't like it, so then we switched it right back to the Muppets, and she liked that. So, th- lots of great stuff in Disney Plus. We could probably go on forever. About this, because... one quick well, gripe about Disney Plus that oh, you gripe. Might yes, please, Clint is the lack of randomizing on series. So if I want to watch Simpsons, I want to watch like a random episode from a random season and just play the next one, but make it random. So if you, if I'm just sitting there wanting to watch Simpsons, I have to watch like like a shuffle, movie. like you yeah, want a shuffle, shuffle feature. I think that'd be rad because you're right. Because I mean, there's there's going to be times when you want like episode season one. Right. And then there's other times when you want season five. And there's other times, yeah. Or you want to switch them out. Yeah. From, you know, somewhere in the catalog. With, yeah. of te- so you're basically saying to add the option for the shuffle on specific things like that. Yeah. Like I think it'd be cool. I almost the feel like they tried to oversimplify. Do that right now. <laughs> I almost think they tried to oversimplify the dashboard and the user right. interface on it it's, to where it's like, oh, there's going to be a lot of kids watching it. So let's yeah, streamline probably. it. But I think, you know, because you have an option to do a child profile, I think you keep it simple like that. But I think mm-hmm. you need to eventually, and they probably will, right. add some other options for things like shuffle and some other stuff. Because that that has been one of my complaints, too, is just kind of mm-hmm. navigating and getting the stuff. And there's no option to pick up where you left off from on, like, a series. Like, oh, I, didn't least I haven't seen something where you can just go, oh, let me quickly go to the last thing I watched. Whereas, like, on Hulu, you know, you tab over two times and there's like the keep watching and it lists all the series that you've been watching and it'll pick up right from where you left off from even right. if you've started another series in between there's all point. the metadata behind it sorry i'm just thinking of, <laughs> like a developer right now thinking like a nerd yeah well robot, i mean robot I, I don't work exactly in what they're doing as far as the the front end part but from a database standpoint in the back of everything that you guys are watching right now there is a database that's writing that says okay you've watched this you've watched that and then you have all kinds of what they call metadata behind it so that's kind Mm -hmm. of the world i live in well i mean there you go but i mean this is all great hopefully somebody can relay this to the big wigs to to bob himself and we can move it on with this so anyway um Right. <laughs> anyway, I would strongly I, the I think, podcast, Bob Iger. That's right. I think everyone here would actually recommend Disney Plus. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Very yeah. much so. For sure. It was the price point with the uh, available programming Huge selling feature. Right. I mean, I mean, whether your flavor is Disney, Pixar, because I mean, theoretically, they're different, right? So Disney, right. Pixar, Marvel, Star Wars, Fox. Pick one of those, what? and the price point that they offered for the D twenty three members for three years, it's a no brainer. It's what was it like three fifty four? Yeah, a month or something for the first. Well, even, the even, advantage was you had to pay for all three years up front, but it was right. well worth it just to I'm be able to watch. I did it. Yeah, <laughs> I did it too. But even if you're not, even if you're paying for it monthly, which you shouldn't be doing, but isn't it just what six ninety nine? Yeah, just by I, mean, itself. It's, I mean, it's still cheaper than Netflix, and the added even, benefit, like I mentioned, you get the four K 
if your TV yeah. can handle it, right? Or if you right, have a right. device like your computer that can handle the streaming of it, the picture quality is that much better. Yeah. And for stuff like Mandalorian, it's definitely worth it. Yeah. Cool. Even as a Canadian who has to pay extra and doesn't get these special D twenty three deals, boohoo, definitely worth it. Boohoo. Sorry, Bob Iger doesn't like Canada. It's true. Wow. Is there a Disney in Canada? No, there's not. <laughs> I there knew this not. was going to go somewhere like that with that conversation. Oh, uh, I'm going to move on because I don't want to keep this one going. A, with a pole. Yeah. They do have poutine though there. Anyway. Poutine, not um, poutine. Po- Sounds like you're saying poutang or something. <laughs> yeah, I, they have that there too, I'm sure. Well, they have poutang. <laughs> uh, Disney Plus for the win is the is the underlying yes, d- oh, d- metaphor or underlining statement from this from this episode and this discussion great well with that we always have to uh go into uh what we've prepped for and that would be game time (laughs) i wish i could take video of you what you're doing clint and show everybody i appreciate that yeah i'm feeling very animated tonight this week's game is called disney plus or minus So you have three categories of Disney trivia to choose from. Mickey, Mickey Mickey-centric questions. Disney movies. Or the third bonus category, Disney princesses. I think I know what Clint's going to (laughs) choose. So you pick a number, one through ten. That number represents how many points out of your 50 points that you're starting with that you want to wager. I learned my lesson from last week when y'all got the little okay. grenades, <laughs> bombs, and ended up two of you getting knocked out before round five even got there. Yeah, um, so cough, cough. for instance, if you pick Mickey and then question number four, you're wagering four points. You get it right, you get four points added, you wagered wrong, you lose four points. The princesses uh, is a double points category. So if you pick question number four, you are wagering eight points. Okay. You got that, Nate? You got it? (laughs) Math is difficult. (laughs) Math. Math. Math for the win. Right. Okay. Nate, you were up first. Before you go on, I I got a couple questions I want to ask real quick. Oh, Um, a couple. All right. I I think I do have more than one. I got to remember what they were off the top of my head. (laughs) But yes. Um, So are the questions, like, is one the easiest, ten the hardest? No. Or is it kind of random? They're They're just random. random. Okay. Just okay. four happen to be four. And there's no there's no empty questions, we'll call it this time. Nope. The no penalty is if you get the question wrong, you're losing the points. Got okay. it. I understand. So, and I've got the bonus princesses thing to where if you are, you know, if you're down by a bit, you can take one of those questions and end up moving ahead quicker. Okay. Gotcha. So, I have a question. It's like then. double jeopardy. With the, with the princess category, since it's double possibly does that mean that <clears throat> you can possibly lose double as well correct okay yes that's the Thank risk you. just high to make risk sure high reward right. Ooh. all right kind of like we'll funko stock high oh. risk high reward good luck nate we'll go with uh we'll go with joey's uh example we'll go with mickey and number four mickey number four boom already bomb somebody keep track of which ones have been selected because i, I don't will. have room on what give I'm me a doing. sec here let me just get a thank you ryan it. Okay. When he was first animated, Mickey didn't have white gloves. In which short film did he start wearing white gloves? <laughs> there's, there's, there's no multiple choice. Like I'm just gonna have to like just <laughs> yeah. call it up. <laughs> 
Um, I honestly have no idea. I know that. So this is one of the questions that we had during a trivia night the other night at my work. And oh, my God, because we got it wrong where we thought Steamboat Willie was his first. Uh, that would have been my response. That would have been my guess, too. Yeah, I, I'm going to say Steamboat Willie because it wasn't his first animated feature. But I think that's where he started wearing gloves. Steamboat Willie. Incorrect. Oh. The Opry House from 1929. Wow. Duh. Yeah. <laughs> How did I not know the um, Yes. Ryan, you are up, sir. Pick a category first. Uh, we'll stay with Mickey. And okay. I will go number seven. Number seven. Wow. Risk taker. Mickey Mouse Club debuted on ABC TV in what year? <laughs> hmm. 1985. No, it's like 58. Oh, is it close? 55. Yeah. So yeah, I knew it was something low like that. All right, Clint, are you gonna? Boy, I don't know these. Take things. a lead and hit the princess category to start, or are you scared? I'm scared, okay. and I, I'm really good at blowing points in these types of games. So I'm just gonna go Disney movies and two. Disney movies and number two. Okay. In the 1940 animated musical film Fantasia, Disney cast Mickey Mouse as the Sorcerer's Apprentice. Who was originally supposed to play the role? Who was originally supposed to play the role in the 1940 yeah, what, Fantasia? Okay. What um, other Disney character? Right, right. Not like the voice actor. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Mel Blanc. Um, well, you know, for... Uh, Lack of having another guest, Donald Duck. It's actually Dopey from Dope. the from Snow White. Interesting. I would not have guessed that. Obviously. It kind of makes sense though if you think when about you think it. about you know, it. Clumsy yeah. and you know. Are you saying Donald Duck because he doesn't wear pants either? That's exactly. Yeah. That's your spirit animal. Him and Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> I figured that. All right. I'm also Nate. stuffed with fluff. Anyway, <laughs> that's just stuffing from Thanksgiving. <laughs> Um, let's go with Disney movies and three Disney movies. Number three. Sorry, I'm getting there. Here we go. What full length Disney animated film was only shown in 14 theaters across the globe for its complicated audio. You just yeah. like Google the most insane Disney questions that nobody will ever guess. Perhaps. I wonder how well my friends um, would do because they're big Disney aficionados. Yeah. No, I fuck. I have absolutely no idea. Can you repeat? You don't want to take a guess? No. I don't Can you repeat I, the question? I want to hear the guess. I hear the question again, please. What full-length Disney animated film was only shown in fourteen theaters across the globe for its complicated audio? interesting i'm i would guess sleeping beauty it's actually fantasia i was just gonna say oh. fantasia it well you didn't it, though well it made the most sense <laughs> yeah just given the movie and the complexity behind it yep. interesting especially for the time it came out yeah. right and you know it had to be something older ryan you are up sir uh we'll go disney movies number 10 okay. 
This is, I mean, it's not the points. It's all random, right? So understood. No, I, it's. I'm not saying you're trying. But you're also wrong. wagering ten points, though. Right. Right. Anyway, go on. Okay, which Disney animated movie has a soundtrack that has gone ten times platinum, according to the Recording Industry Association of America? I'm sorry. Repeat it one more time. Which which Disney animated movie has a soundtrack that has gone ten times platinum, according to the record? Excuse me, Recording Industry Association of America. RIAA. Wow, this is hard. There's a lot that... Yeah, there's a lot of good ones. Yep, I have a guess. Yeah, could, um, yeah. I'm just going to go with my gut instinct and say Lion King. That was my guess. That was my Very guess. good. You are yeah. correct, sir. Nice. I mean, way to pull ahead. it, it seems to be points. the most iconic Disney song, yeah. right? Yeah. Can you feel the yeah. love tonight? So Aladdin and Beauty and the Beast were like... I was yeah, they're, but I still ones, think so. Lion King would have been a little yeah. bit higher. Yeah, so. I think you're right. I'm glad that, yeah. Yeah, a lot of good songs on this. Well done, sir. That put Nate and I in Hey, hey, I just can't wait to be king. Yes. There. Be prepared. Speaking of being prepared, I'm going to go prepared pr- for this question. I'm going to be Disney princesses. I'm going uh, four. Come on. Okay, so you're, so go you're for actually wagering go eight for points. Okay. So number four for eight points. Okay. Writing that down. Who is the only Disney princess who isn't actually royalty? That'd be Belle. Would it not? I don't nope, think so. Not according to this. Because Belle isn't royal. She's a... Com- well, okay. So, okay. So well, that's not your guess? Like that's question. not my guess. No, no, no. Yeah, that sounds like it a is. Question. It is. But I'm going to think this one through again. Uh, let's go with... I feel like that. I feel... Uh, technically royalty. I have a feeling this is, a, yeah, like you said, a trick question. Um, so it sounds like they don't marry into that as well. So let's go with, uh, I'm trying to think of something more current. I was thinking Rapunzel at one point, but I don't think that's right. Snow White, no. Um, I'm trying to think of that room and all, <laughs> and Wreck-It Ralph too, who's all in there. Oh, uh, oh with Vanellope? Yeah, I yeah. mean, but Penelope's not a princess as far as I'm concerned. No, I, I'm, so. I was just saying that, yeah. Yeah, remember but that yeah, they're all in there. Um, Pocahontas? No? Mulan. I've I, I oh, never seen the movie, yeah. but I was thinking that. But I thought she, okay. Darn. Okay. Darn the luck. Uh, that was right. my first instinct. The other one that was coming to mind, if it wasn't Mulan, would have been Lilo, but she's not a princess. Why? Well, all right. Right. All right. Heading into round three. Nate, you have 43 points. Ryan, you're in the lead with 53. And Clint, as is in life, you are bringing up the rear with 40 points. Wow. wow. Impressive. <laughs> that was harsh. It was. That was uncalled was. for. Yes. Sometimes the truth hurts us emotionally. Nate, all what right. do you think? Let's go Disney Princesses for five. Ooh. Okay. So number five. So you're actually wagering 10 points. Yeah. Okay. Number five. So that's how doubling works, right? Five times. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Math is hard. Math who is, is the... easy. I cannot math. <laughs> Anyways. Who is the only Disney princess who is inspired by an actual person? An actual person? 
Yeah, and like Clint said, remember the term princess is used kind of loosely as right. in Mulan was not actually a princess, but she's considered a Disney princess. So. Right, 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 right. Um, I'm going to say Pocahontas. Very good. That is exactly say, You don't get this right. Like, yeah. Man. <laughs> well, in all fairness, that's not something he learns. You know, he's, it's, it's an American story, so. Okay. That's fair. Ryan. Same category. We'll go with number three. Oh. Okay. So we're wagering six points. We're getting pretty cocky now. Okay, Ryan. Which two classic actresses inspired Belle's looks? Oh. How is this a like a question <laughs> that I have? There's two answers. That doesn't seem very fair. Name me one. That still doesn't of help the me. two. I, I don't <laughs> know why I'm bitching about it. I don't know anyway. I was, I was I gonna say, well done to get that. Yeah, whittled down. Yeah, at least I chipped away at it. I had actually thought about doing that beforehand, and I totally forgot when I read the question that I was supposed to say which one of the two. So he's right. I, but he still can't name either one of them. No. Can't think of who it would have been. Just name a classic there. actress. Audrey Hepburn. No. <laughs> Clint, you're always wanting to answer other people's questions. That's true, but I don't have a great answer for this one. Um, I mean, for some, I, no, I don't have one. Judy Garland and Julie Andrews. That makes sense. Okay. Really? Julie right. Andrews? Yep. I'm trying to picture it. I don't see yeah, it. The, just remember the internet doesn't lie. Dory. Egon. Clint, we'll segue in to you from that joke. Okay. Uh, Disney movies in 10. Wow. Ooh, Disney movies, number two. Oh, Wait he's for going the in for the kill. I'm, I'm, I'm bringing up the rear. I want to try to get in the front. <laughs> that sounded really bad, sir. I know it did. I was not saying that on my mouth, uh, but I went with it. Wait, did you say Disney movies, number 10? Yeah. yeah, so yeah. You picked that one's one. already been taken. Oh, uh, taken? All right, then let's do uh, Princesses in 5. That's already one. been taken as Let's do Princesses in 6. Okay, there you that go. works. Now who can't math? <laughs> exactly. It's just I don't remember. More edibles, please. Right, right. Okay, so that's 12-point wager. Snow White. <laughs> go on. <laughs> that would have been funny if it was really it. And if I mispronounce the name, I can spell it for you. Leah Salonga? That's correct. Served... As the singing voice of which two Disney princesses? You can name one. <laughs> Ariel. Man, you were quick on that one. You must have known it, huh? I did. Yeah, but you didn't. It was Mulan and Jasmine. Damn it. <laughs> wah, <laughs> wah, wah. I thought it was Ariel. Trying to be confident. And... Good yeah, job I on tried. the pronunciation, though, Joy. That is cool. Yeah, this is Leo Solano. Well done. Well done. I'll I would notice I was at least in the right time frame, you know, when those movies yeah, came out. It yeah, wasn't like all true. Snow White. <laughs> all right, Nate. Uh, Disney movies and four. Okay, Disney movies, number four. Your question. In Pinocchio, he and his father are consumed by a massive blue whale. What was its name? Is the whale's name? No, what's Pinocchio's name, Clint? <laughs> That's the question. In the movie Pinocchio's Pinocchio, Pinocchio, what was Pinocchio. the name of the puppet? Give him up. Geppetto. Woody. <laughs> Cleo. I didn't, I didn't know the whale had a name. There's I didn't a either. That's why I was boot. asking. 
That's why I was asking. I was not aware that the whale had a name. name. And somebody poisoned the watering hole. The whale's (laughs) name is Hot Dog. (laughs) (laughs) Why? Why must you be like that, Ryan? The correct answer is helping them with the square. Monstro. Monstro? Did anybody know that? That's not even a name. Get the fuck out of here. I never guessed. I would have known that. There's at least one whale named Monstro, apparently. Monstro. Okay, well, thank you. Monstro the whale. Monstro the whale. (laughs) It tastes nothing like Cookie Puss. (laughs) What? Oh, you know Cookie Puss the whale? Oh, man. Anyways, Ryan. Ryan, Ryan, it's your turn. Um. Let's go Disney movies in five. Hey, Disney movies number five. Who was the actor that received the first Golden Globe nomination for voicing a character in a Disney animated film? Wow. I actually guessed this one right because I'm I'm smart. S M Martinez. As you guess. <laughs> smart. 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 I'm just going to go smart. with my first initial thought here, which I know is probably going to be wrong anyway. James Earl Jones. Didn't you no. say actress? Was it actress? No, actor. No, oh. actor. Oh, actor. Oh, okay. actor. Yeah. I mean, Clint's, theoretically, Clint's all that right, actors hearing. guild, but okay. Yeah. Right. Anyway. Hmm. Anybody else want to guess? Angela Lansbury. Was it a murder she For- wrote? Or Mrs. Pot? That's my guy. Spin on. <laughs> it's Robin Williams. Ooh. Oh. Yes, that yes. Almost sense. too obvious, I believe. Yeah. Clint, you are point. currently in last place with 28 points. What would you I'm like bet, to wager? I'm betting 20 of them. I'm going Disney princesses in 10. Oh. Man's going all in right now. Basically. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Your question. Which real-life actress inspired Belle's intellectual persona? (laughs) Wow. These are some tough questions. Yeah, these are tough questions, man. Life isn't easy, fellas. (laughs) Neither is this game. Heard Ferguson. Or math. (laughs) Math is hard. This is like SNL Jeopardy. Right? (laughs) Alex, I like eight tit for 500. The penis mightier. <laughs> uh. <laughs> hey, it's not episode twenty-one yet. We're supposed to save that for episode twenty-one. My bad, my bad. And I was supposed to say it, but it's all good. Sorry, I got excited. That's what she said. <laughs> I get it. Uh, anyway, uh, um, anyways, uh, I, 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 Jane Austen. Wow, <laughs> wow! You're now down to eight points. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't Audrey Hepburn, was it? Was it? It was Catherine Hepburn. Oh, point five points if you said Hepburn. Heading into round five, Nate has taken a lead with forty nine points. Ryan, aka Oscar Meyer, is in second place with forty two, and our very own Clindingus is the caboose with eight points. Back round five. Back let's train. go, Nate. All right, uh, let's go, Mickey for five. Mickey for five. Mickey for five. Mickey for five. High five, except he doesn't have five fingers. In 1929, Mickey spoke his first words. What were they? (laughs) Eat shit. (laughs) 
Don't you no. dare blaspheme um, Mickey Mouse like that, sir. That just would have been hilarious. His I wonder if this word? is a trick question or not, too. His first words. Be like, Mike, hello. Yeah, I think his first word was like, hi. Or like, oh, it's probably something like, oh my. What's your final answer, Nate? It's high. His high. first word. Okay, high. so do you know how hard it was for me to keep a straight face reading this question because I hadn't looked at the answer for it beforehand? Barry? Yes, yes, because the correct answer was hot dog. <laughs> Bullshit. Are you serious? Not, I'm not kidding you. Wow. First words were hot there's dogs. No you look at it? There's no there's no way. I'm gonna Google this right now. That would have been Moses. extremely hilarious if I chose that and I opted to say the magic words. Holy fuck, his first words were hot dog, hot dog. Hot dogs. Wow. In the carnival kid, his first words were hot dog, hot dog, okay. as he's yelling at a hot dog vendor. So, Ryan, uh, you, were only, you were only behind by two points. After that so, question? So, yeah. yeah. Okay. Nate's got 44, Ryan's got 42, and just as a reminder, you only have eight. Eight. I'm eight. very aware. Thank you. Ryan's with Nate. Eight. <laughs> Like the brownies, the edible ones. You That's four times them. two, right? It's eight. Yes, it is. Sixteen divided by two is also eight, which happens to be the number of points that Clint has. Right Twenty-four now. divided by sixty-four. Three. I get it. I'd eight. <laughs> Ryan, you're up. I'm trying to think about what question to choose here, or what number. Um, why don't we stick with Disney movies? And even though it's a little over here, I will do six. Okay, Disney movies. For six points, your question is, who is the only Disney villain to never appear on screen throughout the length of his respective film? This one's a thinker right here, son. Yes, it is. Hmm. You got to put your Iron Man thinking cap on for this one. Oh, right yeah. You go put it on. Are you trying to be like the guy from Police Academy with the sound effects? <laughs> yeah, like uh, not High Tower. Yeah, High Tower. No, no, not High Tower. High Tower was the no. tall guy. You're right. You're right. It was a skinny, skinny black guy. Jones. Yeah. Jones. Jones. Right. Jones. Very funny. Jones. Boom. That I remember the metal detector <laughs> thing. You get no um, points for that. I know. I really Disney don't know. Board. Never appear. Never appears on screen. I wouldn't have thought of this. I'll just be honest with you. So I'm glad I'm not playing the game. I really can't think of anything. It is the hunter in Bambi. Oh, oh wow. I guess he is the villain, isn't he? <laughs> yeah. Well, every I would movie, say he's somebody that we took out a villain. That, so. Yeah. 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 Kills Bambi's mother. Spoiler alert. <laughs> from 1932 or whatever. How dare so, you spoil Bambi for me? Since Clint can't possibly win, that makes Nate our winner for this week's Disney Plus. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I still want a game. question. I still want a okay, question. Go ahead. I, I want Disney movies for eight. I'm going to go either have no points or 16. <laughs> what was the last movie 
that Walt Disney was able to work on before he died? Uh, let's go with Cinderella. And just like the edible brownies left at your mom's house once she's finished, zero is what you end up with. <laughs> what was the right answer on that one? The Jungle Book. Oh, I thought oh. about it too. I just know Walt Disney really liked the female form, so I had to figure one of those had to be in it. But anyway, all right. Clinton, Clinton, did you eat all my brownies again? <laughs> my mommy wouldn't eat edibles. <laughs> Anyway, so Nate, congratulations on your win, sir. Yes, well I done, sir. It. I did it. You did Golf it. Clap. You, you did, did it. it. Did Which it. I'm actually surprised. I thought Ryan was going to get us after that that yeah, big win no. there. Yeah, yeah that, was, that was pretty impressive there. He was well, he was in the lead for a little while. Well, Joey, as always, excellent job on the game. Yes, um, thank you. Again, I, I, I'm not kidding. I told the Funko Funcast, I'm like, you should commission Joey to get games for you guys. Because, <laughs> you know. I know he's like, girl that was helping them, Aaron or something. Well, there was J- uh, Jax. No, the um, <clears throat> I don't think she actually works for them. She had just given suggestions on games. Oh, oh yeah, I know who you're about. I can't. Uh, maybe I don't remember. But anyway, she works in some department, like accounting or something oh, random like okay. that. Oh, okay, so she is correctly. an employee. So yeah, she's not yeah, yeah. yeah. The marketing That's side. Gotcha. Right. Yeah. Anyway, well done, Joey. Congratulations, Nate. Everyone, thank you for listening. A uh, couple of getting housekeeping rules at the underscore Dorksman on Twitter and Instagram, dorksmangmail.com. If you're listening to any of this, make sure you're listening to Junior Bingo Cards, bingo.ithinkpixels.com slash dorksman. Uh, personally, a couple quick plugs. I was on the most recent episode of the Totally Rad Movie Podcast talking about Wayne's World. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> as if. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, give it a listen. I, in, in all their episodes, it's, it's a lot of fun to listen to those uh, late 80s and early 90s movies and their thoughts on some of them, especially this one. Ryan was there commenting on the chat and we, I think we acknowledge that numerous times, so please yeah, listen to that. I just wanted to be there and haggle you guys. Well, that and, and I, I enjoyed the movie very much so, too. Right? Oh, I've mentioned uh, it several times in our podcast. Yes, so make sure you listen to that. Also, um, I do stream on Twitch every Tuesday night. Twitch.tv slash Clint Crockett. Come play. Come hang out. Always doing Nintendo games. Playing Mario Kart this week, so uh, you know the more the merrier. And uh, that's, Anyway, wanted to do those personal plugs. Anybody else got anything before we sign off? Do we want to talk a little bit about the upcoming giveaway and what may go Ooh. into it? Well, we do, I think. So, as Ryan alluded, we are going to be doing a giveaway. Details are going to be in our next episode, so you'll need to listen to that. But there'll be multiple ways to enter, and there will be multiple prizes. Some good stuff. like Yeah, really uh, some, some unique stuff, too. I think that's a good way to put it, yes. Very unique. Yeah, So so stay tuned. Give us a listen. Uh, and uh, I think I think everything to win or anything to enter is is fun. It's nothing that you're gonna have to you know do a term paper about or uh, or figure out a you know go find something hidden somewhere. It's gonna be very easy and very yeah. fun. So anyway. and I would highly recommend if you're not already doing so. By the way, thank you to those that do jump in. Please join us for the Dorksman pre-party next Sunday. We will have I would say probably a, a little bit more information regarding the giveaway in real time versus you having to wait until the following day for the episode to drop. So, you know, just food for thought. Um, we do have a limited amount of space that we can hold people in. So if you are interested to just come hang out and shoot the shit, please do so. We always yep. enjoy the banter. Abs- absolutely. And you might find yourself on the recording as the uh, intro to our podcast. So 
please come hang out, come laugh, come make fun of me if you want. Joey's all about that. So it'll be good for everybody. Anyway, I think that's everything. So with that said, as always, guys, word homies. Only hope that we never lose sight of one thing, that it was all started by a mouse. That's my secret. I'm always in Please, no gang signs. Thank you.